0: wlew sports network presents the mhsaa tournament with clark ramsey and steve bone on sports radio 102.1 fm and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. you're listening to the wlew sports network powered by agri valley services
1: Just 32 teams remain in Division Three of the MHSA Tournament, and we have Bannax and Marlette going head-to-head to to punch their ticket to the regional championship. Good evening from Flint, Michigan, from the Region 24 Semifinals, hosted by the Flint Beecher Bucks. You're listening to the W L W Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me once again is Coach Steve Bone.
2: Clark, regional time, baby. These are program-building games, and these are where legends are made when you get to the regionals and beyond.
1: The Bad Axe Hatchers took care of business last week in districts, claiming their second straight title. Now they advance to Region 24 where they face a familiar foe, one they played just 11 days ago, and beat the Marlette Red Raiders. Hey, Marlette's good times are rolling. They were
2: hoping to keep it rolling. Um, They kind of caught a break maybe in the districts, a couple teams got knocked off, but they did what they had to do. It's a senior-laden group. They're going to give it everything they got. Everything's going their way right now.
1: Looming in the back of Region 24 are the hosts for tonight, the Flint Beecher Bucks, who just so happen to be the number one ranked team in the state of Michigan for Division III basketball. But first, the Marlette Red Raiders are up against the Vanax Axe Hatches in the regional semifinals, and it's all on your Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at Sports.com, and now also in podcast form. It's the WLW Sports Network, your home for the postseason, being powered by Anchor Valley Services. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailer, the talk of the thumb, a of services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. Farmer's Coal green Grain Company. Flannery Automall of Maddox. Thumb Bank and Trust. Case Surveying. McVeigh Insurance Agency. Burkhard Plumbing and Heating. Main Street Mercantile of Maddox. Michigan High School Athletic Association. Ensure Health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agri Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the trust or any consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. District Week is officially behind us, which is always a double edged sword for at least me personally. There isn't a better feeling than the beginning of the MHSA tournament when March Madness takes the world by storm, and frankly, it's nice when it's something that is not named COVID taking over the world for once. On the other hand, District Week is an absolutely exhausting week that takes everything out of you for just just for you to pick back up on Monday to do it all over again. Good evening from Flint Beecher High School in the historic Moses Lacey Fieldhouse where just a few Division I athletes and now NBA players have made their way through here. I'm Clark Ramsey, your host for tonight's broadcast. To my right would be in game analyst and former USA Associate Head Coach Steve Bone. Altogether, last week we were on air for just under 11 hours, and hopefully, somewhere in there, a few seconds made sense as we now shift our attention to Region 24.
2: Yeah, Region 24, a lot of things make sense, especially what we're watching right now. (laughs) This Beecher team is good. But you talk about the quick turnaround. You play on Friday, again, you play on Monday. that favors the better team. Takes kind of the coaching a little bit out of it because you don't have that much time to devise a game plan and get a good look at what your opponent can do and try to devise something. So you almost kind of got to go with what you've been doing and what's been working. And so, again, I think it favors the, the better team.
1: And now let's take a look at that Region 24. I'll consider there's, what, three and a half teams remaining in Division, in Division 3, Region 24, Currently on the court right now, the Hemlock Huskies going up against Flint Beecher, the number one team in Division Three. It's Hemlock sixty, excuse me, Hemlock thirty eight, Beecher sixty two, and the winner of that one will take on the winner of our game that we're covering tonight, the Bad Axe Hatchets in the Marlette Red Raiders. Tipping off right around seven o'clock, probably seven o five.
2: Yeah, again, these two teams. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're from the both from the thumb. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. It, you know, a lot of times I know we always enjoyed playing somebody different so you could kind of run your stuff and nobody uh, seemed to know everything you were going to do and know every in and out about you. But, uh, you know, it is regional. It's the way it's devised and you play who they got in front of you.
1: And and where you're supposed to play as well. It's a little weird driving through Marlette to cover Bad Axe in Flint. I propose that we cover this game in either D Ford or Snover or He Man's and no one seemed to go for that. In Division Four. That would be the smaller schools. Uh, the Ubley Bearcats are at PEC tonight in the game, probably tipping off in about 20 minutes as well. They're up against Genesee Christian, and the first game in that PEC region would be Clarkson-Everest and Marine City Cardinal Mooney. So the Ubley Bearcats certainly have some tall tasks in front of them if they want to continue their postseason run in Division Four.
2: Yeah, I mean, Ubley's had a great year. I mean, they've done everything they're supposed to do. I mean, they're going to have to their two best players are going to have to play really well, Sweeney and And uh, help me here real quick. (laughs) Uh, uh, Evan (laughs) Peruski. Yes, Peruski. Those two are going to have to have outstanding games, get the supporting cast that they've had pretty much all year. And, uh, you know, I mean, if it goes right for them and they knock down shots, they'll be right there.
1: Well, tonight it's the Marlette Red Raiders and the Bad Axe Hatchets in a Greater than East, Greater than West matchup in the Region 24 semifinals. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone high atop the court here in Moses Lacey Fieldhouse. And when we return, we'll take a look at the away team tonight, the Marlette Red Raiders, right here on WLW Sports Network, your home for the entire postseason. You're listening to the W L W Sports Center. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Anger Valley Services courtside seats high atop the gym here at Moses Lacey Fieldhouse in Beecher, Michigan. Bucktown, as the water tower says. As the Flint Beecher Bucks are taking care of the Hemlock Huskies here, 72-44 to 44 with 90 seconds left. We just saw quite the feat of athleticism, Steve, if you want to describe that dunk we just saw.
2: Well, I'm a typical, <laughs> beat you off the dribble and then dump pass as you come up to help. and
1: There's another slam. There's another slam. <laughs> I think that's dunk number six for Beecher in this game.
2: Yeah, so if it was TV, we just had, you just seen it. You wouldn't have to, we wouldn't have to explain it, but that's what it was. Now <laughs> we paint the picture, Steve. Yes, that's what we, we do yeah, on the radio. There you
1: go. <laughs> well, it is the Region 24 semifinals between the Marlette Red Raiders and the Bad Axe Hatchets. Playing in Flint, Michigan for the Region 24 semifinals. The winner, of course, will go on to play Flint Beecher on Wednesday. That game at 7 o'clock. If Bad X wins, we will continue coverage for that game as well. Bad X opponent tonight, the Marlette Red Raiders. They enter tonight with a 12-11 record. They have won seven in a row all since losing to Bad X. Nope, that's the wrong stat there. In the Greer of the Meese, they are 5-7. They finished fifth place in the Greer of the Meese, perhaps the tournament's Cinderella thus far. Chris Storm, the head coach for the Red Raiders, 17th year at Marlette, recently celebrating 200 wins. He has 203 wins in the year on his career now, 159 losses. That's a 561 batting average. The Marlette Red Raiders are scoring 48.9 per game. That's only the ninth-best offense in the Great Conference in 12 points less than the Bad Axe Hatchets. On defense, they are allowing 46.9. That's the eighth-best defense right in the middle of the pack of the Great Rhythm Conference six spots in five points behind the hatchet defensive average average margin of victory in favor of the red raiders by two points and 17 points less than the bad x differential so far this season entering the postseason the marlette red raiders were a sub 500 team at 9 and 11 having won just two of their last seven regular season games but that's the beauty of the postseason a fresh page and a fresh start Marlette defeated KPAC by 16 points, 57-41. to Then they beat Kingston on their home court, 54-45. to And then they beat Millington on Friday by 4 points, 52-48, to secure Marlette's second straight district championship. Marlette's last regular season game was against the Hatchets, in fact. On March 3rd, they lost to Axe that night by 18 points, 60-42.
2: Marlette, in going into the district, if they found their offensive rhythm, that's for sure because they're putting up fi- over 50 a game. And that's exactly what they're going to have to do tonight if they want to have a chance to upset Bad They're going to have to, I would think, in that mid-50s, somewhere in there, maybe even get closer to 60 if they want to pull off this upset.
1: The Red Raiders are senior heavy. In fact, 11 of the 15 roster slots are on their final year of eligibility. Marlette is led by senior sharpshooter Colin Miller who is averaging 15.7 per game. Fellow senior Grant Roberson is right there as well with 15.4 points per game. Those two alone, Miller and Roberson, account for 64% of Marlette's entire offense. The next closest scorer is Travis Fuller, also a senior, who averages 3.7 per game, and Quentin Sarton, who has pulled up to varsity midway through the season, is posting a 3.3 average for the year.
2: Yeah, I mean, similar to what most teams that we've seen this year in the in both leagues, they got two players that kind of handle the bulk of the scoring. So, I mean, that's where Marlette's getting the bulk of their scoring. They're gonna to have to get some from some other people. Again, they're a senior heavy team. Senior heavy teams could be scary in a postseason, just because, you know, I mean, it's their last game. They either win or go home and uh, they wanna keep a good thing rolling.
1: In their first game against Bad Axe Marlette's Colin Miller, Grant Roberson, and Travis Fuller combined for 35 points. The bad news is the rest of the team scored just a total of seven points against Bad Axe. It's time for a short break in the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a deep dive into Marlott's opponent tonight, the Bad Axe Hatchets, right here on your Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anger Valley Services. Listen to the WLW Sports American ways and air before. Tune into Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 on your Apple or Android device. Listen live and worldwide at WLLW Sports.com. And now also listen to us in replay form. Just go to WLW Sports.com, click on the replays tab, or wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. It's on to the second game of Region 24 between two thumb Conference teams, the Marlette Red Raiders in the Bad Axe Hatchets. The Hatchets entered tonight with a 20-2 record. They are currently on a nine-game winning streak since losing to Reese back on February 4th. In the greater than West, they finished 10-2, finished in second place behind the Reese Rockets. Head coach for the Bad Axe Hatchets would be Mark Krug in his ninth year of the helm. Since 2014, he's gone 119-64 in as a 650 batting average and three-time district champion. The Bad Axe Hatchers are scoring 61 points per game. That's the conference's second-best offense, behind only Reese, whose season's done thanks in part to the Flint Beecher Bucks, And that average of 61 points per game is 12 points better than the Marlette Red Raiders. On defense, they're allowing just 41.8, the third-best in the conference, and five points better than Marlette's. So average margin of victory in their favor by 19.2 points. They went on, by average, the second-best in the conference, again behind only Reese, with 17 points better than Marlette. With a win tonight, the Hatchets will have tied their most wins since 2016 at 21, the most in the Mark Krug era. Maddox's only losses this season are to the Reese Rockets by 10 in 20 points. Otherwise, it's 20 wins for the Hatchets this season. They beat Harbor Beach by 14 in the district semifinal, followed by Lakers on Friday by 17 points. The Hatchets have not allowed more than 47 points in any game in over a month now.
2: That's what Bad X has on their side. They're skilled, they're fast, they can defend. Um, that's, uh, that's a recipe for winning championships. Uh, you gotta build a play defense. They have that ability to turn it up whereas a lot of teams are playing kind of as hard as they can. And uh, Bad X has another level that they can go on the defensive end.
1: Aaron Soles leads the team in scoring averaging 20.4 points per game. Maddox's game on Friday was just the second time this season that Souls was held to single digits, in fact. The Carlos Sageman is averaging 9.4 per game, including 18 against Lakers in the District Championship. Noah Curvin is posting an 8.5 point average, along with Keaton Brown at 8.1. Altogether, Maddox is shooting 43% of the season, including 32% beyond the arc.
2: Yeah, they seem to be shooting the three a little better. Uh, they, if the season's gone on, they've shot it better and better. Uh, again they have to um, they have to you know you look at the last game where Keaton Braun and McPhee had a big role in that game big role in opening that thing up and uh, getting uh, Lakers out of their zone and then Bad actually go to work against uh, their Lakers man where they could use their speed and their uh, athleticism a little better.
1: When we return, we'll take a look at the tale of the tape between the Marlette Red Raiders and the Bad Axe Keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLW Sports.com. It's the WLW Sports Center presentation of Region 24 between the Bad Axe and the Marlette Red Raiders. Regional 24 is now underway. Our first game is done. The Flint Beecher Bucks take out the Hemlock Huskies in commanding fashion. And now the Flint Beecher Bucks await the winner of our second game, the game you're hearing right now on the WLW Sports Network, live and worldwide at Sports.com, and also on Sports Radio 1021. The Marlette Red Raiders against the Bad Axe Hatchets. Let's take a look at the tail of the team. Marlette has won three in a row now, all in the postseason, which is a good thing because entering the tournament, the Red Raiders had dropped five of their last seven regular season games. The good news is that Marlette has not lost in 11 days. The bad news is their last loss was to the Bad Axe Hatchets on March 3rd, falling to the Hatchets by 18 points, 60 to 42.
2: Coach Storms I'd be happier to burn the tree to be here and have another chance at Bad Axe. Again, they're gonna have to change up some things from what they did the last time again I mean that's a last game of the season it's kind of a tune-up for the districts you know maybe you're preparing for something else but I'm sure coach storms have something else drawn up for uh, how he's gonna attack them tonight so he can keep this good
1: thing going bad acts much like Marlette are now back-to-back just for champions they're riding the nine game winning streak dating back to a 20 point drubbing to the Reese Rockets on the road they won both of their postseason games by an average of 15 and a half points against Harbor Beach and Lakers. Tonight is their first neutral location game of the season, having hosted districts. The positive news is the Hatchets are nine and one on the road this season.
2: Yeah, they've been a good road team. Uh, they should do well here. I mean, these are pretty good shooting rims. It's a pretty good shooting team. Um, thinking for Marlette to have a chance. Got to keep. Uh, you got to keep Badax away from the rim. Keep arc. Let them shoot out there. Don't give them second chance points. And uh, see if your guys can get hot and uh, stay close. Pull this out at the end.
1: Head-to-head, offense-wise, Bad Axe with the conference's second best at 61 points per game. Marlette at number 9 with 48.9. Hatchets by 12.1 points. On defense, Bad Axe is boasting the third best defense in the conference at 41.8 per game. Marlette just the eighth best at 46.9. So on defense, it's Bad Axe by 5.1. So by going by stats and stats alone, the Bad Axe Hatchets are favored by 17.2 points. It's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast presented by Sure Health, where better health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? Well, Clark Ramsey has taken the one-game lead over Steve Bone, 7-6 in the Crystal Ball Forecast standings this season. I won the last game. Las Vegas has the Bad Axe Hatchets favored by 17.5 points. I'm going below that. I'm taking Bad Axe by 11 points. Bad Axe 62, Marlette 51.
2: That's a good call. I don't know why. I just, I mean, Bad Axe, I think, figured, I should say figured some stuff out. The thing they learned the other night is they can get after it. They can play hard. They can play harder than what they have been. And, again, it's it's, uh, win or go home. I just think Bad Axe keeps it going, and uh, Marlette struggles. So I'm thinking Bad Axe 64, Marlette 42.
1: You're taking Ben X by twenty-two points. That's what I'm thinking. All right, so we got quite quite a gap in there as well. Well, we're about two and a half minutes away from finding out our starting lineup, so it's time for one more short break right here on the W L W Sports Network. Marlette in X in the Region Twenty Four semifinal. Nothing better than Whitney Houston with the National Anthem. So far, we heard it twice tonight. So let's take you through our starting lineups for both squads here tonight. We'll start out with the Badax Hatchets. Number three, a 5'11", senior Aaron Soles, leading scorer for this Badax squad. He is averaging over 20 points per game at 20.4. Number 11, a 5'11", junior Keaton Brown, averaging 8.1 per game for the Badax Hatchets. Noah Curvin, number 13, eight and a half average there, 5'11", senior. Number 21, 6'4", senior DeCarlo Sageman, led the team with 18 points against the Lakers. He's averaging 9.4 per game, and Jake McPhee, the big man down low, had a big game in this district championship. He averages just 5.8 per game, but critical minutes for the Hatchets, also at 6'4", and just a junior. For the Marlette Red Raiders, A 5'9 senior, Travis Fuller, getting the start tonight. He averages 3.7 per game. We also have out there 5'11 senior, number 20, Tristan Creighton, for the Marlette Red Raiders, number 23, a 5'10 senior, Luke Skytman, He averages 2.7, Creighton at 1.8. Number 32, a 6-foot senior, Colin Miller, leading the scores for the Marlette Red Raiders, averaging 15.7 per game. And then 6-foot-1 senior, number 34, Grant Roberson, who averages 15.4. Colin Miller and Roberson account for over 60% of the entire offense for the Marlette Red Raiders, something they'd like to see tonight as well. I'd like to say hello to all of our listeners across America listening in via WLWDsports.com, including the 1951 Marlet Class C State runner-up team members who are still following the Red Raiders, listening to the game through the website. That includes Ted Fitch from Illinois, Bob Kukovich in Michigan, Jerry Shackelford living in Florida at the moment, and Jim Husner also in Florida. And thank you to all of our listeners worldwide. tuning in via our app for tonight's Region 24 semifinals. And thank you to Marlette for giving us that note for all of our listeners out there. Bad Axe Hatchets will be your home team tonight. They are in their home white uniforms. Marlette in their road red red uniforms. It'll be Bad Axe going left to right across your radio. Marlette going right to left. Eight minutes around the clock. It's Sageman against Roberson for the opening tip here of Region 24 semifinals. The tip is won by Marlette, but it's into the hands of Noah Curvin, and here come the hatchets. we played five seconds. Noah Curvin at the right wing, being guarded by Travis Fuller from a distance or to Soul's right wing. Soul starts his dribble. He's at the right wing to the top of the key to Curvin. Curvin gets a screen from Brown. Now he goes the other way to the into the corner to Jake McPhee. McPhee into Soles on the give and go. This one's too strong. Rebound ripped down by Roberson and here come the Marlette Red Raiders. Still no score. We played 30 seconds. Travis Fuller, top of the key. Hands back off to Luke Skiteman, 5'10 senior. Over to the right wing to Colin Miller. Give and go back to Roberson. In the mid-range jump shot this one's no good. Keaton Brown rips down the rebound for Vanex, And here come the Hatchets. Still no score. We played 45 seconds. Both teams starting out, man-to-man, no switch. Noah Curvin takes the three, right wing, this one's no good. Rebound brought in by Roberson, here comes Marlette. Marlette pushing tempo, Roberson brings it up himself. Jump stop inside, back out to Fuller for three, left wing airmailed and brought in by Brown for Badax. Thrown pass was thrown inadvertently into the hands of Roberson to steal it away. First turnover for the Hatchos tonight. Still no score, he played over a minute. Into the corner, Roberson dribbling around the perimeter up to top to Travis Fuller. Left wing hands it off to Miller, and it's tipped out of bounds by DeCarlos Sageman, and it'll be Marlette Ball.
2: Well, team's a little bit sloppy with the ball, I think. A little overexcited for a couple minutes of the regional. <laughs> that will happen. <laughs> yes, it will.
1: As Flint Beecher looks on as they took care of business against the Hemlock Huskies. Skyman gets a screen and is stolen away by Aaron Soles. In transition, goes up for the lap and is stripped away by Travis Fuller. Nice heads-up play there from the 5'9 senior. Knocks it out of bounds. It'll be Axe ball. So instead of two free points, Badax will inbound this one underneath their own basket right side of your radio. Still no score with 6'33", left in the first quarter. It's
2: really good hustle. Soles step in and stole that pass, and he just running down from behind, knocked it out of bounds.
1: Aaron Soles, top of the key against Skyman. Or the left wing to Kate Sageman. Into the corner to Jake McPhee. Back up to Noah Curvin. Curvin resaying the offense, directing traffic. And starts his dribble. Back to Aaron Soles, top of the key against Skyman To the right wing. Back to Noah Curvin Takes another three. This one is no good. Skypen brings in the rebound for Marlette. No, no points yet. We played a minute 55. Colin Miller in the short corner. Passes back up to Skyman, left wing, top of the key to Travis Fuller. Travis Fuller to Roberson, back to Miller. Gets a screen from Roberson. Into the corner, picks up his drill. double-team there, and Aaron Souls picks up the foul on the reach. That'll be Aaron Soles' first foul. Baddix was first as well. Marlette Ball, left side of the radio.
2: I like what Marlette's doing defensively. They're putting her heels on the three-point line. If you want to shoot it out beyond that, that's fine, but uh, we're not going to give up much dribble drive, and uh, <laughs> we'll let you shoot that three.
1: Griffin mindhold checks in, replaces Aaron Souls. Miller inbounds to Roberson, over to left wing to Skyman inside the lane, back out to Fuller. Fuller, jump stop inside the paint, back out to Miller for three, right left wing, and this one is good. Collin Miller puts Marlette on the board, with 540 left in the first quarter. Our first points tonight. Keaton Brown in trouble. Passes over to Griffin Meinhold. He takes a three left wing. This one's good. Griffin Meinhold, who does not score all too often, averages three points per game. Hits a three to tie it at three apiece.
2: It's amazing what happens when the ball goes through the hoop. All of a sudden, everybody is kind of... Hey, everybody he just kind of relaxes. All right, now at least we got something. Let's go.
1: Fuller passes down to Creighton. It's knocked out of bounds by a white jersey. Marlette Ball, left side of your radio. Colin Miller inbounds. Top of the key to Skybin. Colin Miller left wing. Back to Skybin. Same spot. He dribbles inside the lane. The loader is no good, but Roberson's there to clean the boards, but he can get it to fall. And rebound ripped down by Kerbin. Bad Axe out of control. Can't hang on to it. Griffin Meinhold goes out of bounds with it. Another turnover. That's two for the Bad Axe Hatchits. Gives the ball back to the Marlette Red Raiders. Tied at three apiece.
2: Marlette did a nice job there. They penetrated uh, man-to-man. Got right to the front of the rim. Missed it. Got the putback. Missed that, too. Still, everybody's a little bit
1: on edge. 4.56 left in the first quarter. Three to three. Marlette and Bad Axe all tied up. Both teams just one three-pointer. Travis Miller to Colin Miller. Top of the key against De Carlos Sageman. Dribbling over the left wing to Skyman against Meinhold. Skyman gets a screen from Roberson. Dribbles to his right at the free throw line down the right side of the paint. Pivoting nothing there. Gives it back out to Roberson. He dives inside the lane. That's stolen away by Griffin Meinhold, and we have a foul on Roberson after the steal is made. This will be Grant Roberson's first, team's first as well.
2: Meinhold's made a quick impact, hit a three. Now he gets a steal and a foul.
1: Substitution for the Red Raiders, number four, number 12. That would be Quentin Sarton and Ethan Marshall check in, replacing Roberson and Creighton. Bad X-Hatchets bring the ball up. Aaron Souls back into the ballgame. As Keaton Brown takes a three left wing, this one's no good. Rebound finally brought in by Marlette. Here come the Red Raiders, pushing tempo into the corner, back out to Skyman. Skyman dives in the lane wide open and in for two points and Skyteman puts puts Marlette back on top. Five to three with 4.05 remaining in this first quarter. Two point lead for the Red Raiders. Aaron Soles, left wing, takes the three. This one's up long. Rebound brought in by number four. Quentin Sarton for Marlette. Six rebounds for the Red Raiders. Three for the Bad Axe Edgets. Colin Miller against Sageman at the right wing. Dribbles to the free throw line. Nothing there. Or to Skyman, left wing. At the left elbow. Takes it back out to Fuller. Fuller against Souls. Back out to Skyman. Keaton Brown guarding him from a distance. Colin Miller takes a three left wing. This one's no good. Rebound. Ripped down by Jake McPhee into the hands of Keaton Brown. Fourth rebound for the Hatchets. They trail by two points. Five to three to Marlette. 3:14 left in the first quarter. Aaron Soles, top of the key, being guarded by Skyman. Give and go to Jake McPhee, left, left block. He puts this one up, can't get the fall, but offensive rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. At the right elbow. Back to Souls. resets the offense, gives it back to Keaton Brown. Against Travis Fuller, good defense there from Fuller so far. DeCarlo Sageman, top of the key. Dribbles, hands it off to Aaron Souls. He dives inside the lane. The floater is up, and it's in for two points for Aaron Souls. We're tied at five. 2:42 remaining in the first quarter. It's 5-5. Five five. Skyman gets a screen from Sarton, goes the other way, dives right to the lane, can't finish on that one, and rebound brought in by Keaton Brown for the Hatchets.
2: Boy, they got to do a better job on him. I mean, he's had his third trip right to the front of the rim, and they haven't been able to get in front of him, stop him yet. He just missed on his own.
1: Aaron Souls against Skyman. Skyman a 5-10 senior. Inside to Carl Sageman dribbling the fadeaway jump shot. This one's good. Nice looking move there from Sageman. Puts Bad Axe in top for the first time tonight. 7 to 5 205 remaining in the first quarter. First lead change, we've had two ties. Into the corner, Colin Miller gets a screen from Fuller, dribbling around the right wing. Top of the key, new man in there, that's Ethan Marshall. It's Skyteman, and we have a reach and a push against the Bad Axe Hatchets. Looks like Griffin Meinhold was hit.
2: Yeah, he got his – he reached in. and got two bodies, one going one way and one the other. It looks like he (laughs) hurt his shoulder.
1: So he sits down, as does Jake McPhee. Connor Etzel checks in for Bad Axe. Travis Fuller sits down for Marlette, replaced by number 33, Aaron Bauer. Colin Miller gets the inbound. Top of the key to Skyman, Directing traffic, Aaron, er, excuse me, Noah Curvin guarding him. Colin Miller in the baseline. Nothing. Back to Skyman Inside the paint. Kicks it back out to number 12, Ethan Marshall for three. It is good from the six-foot senior. Eight to seven. Second lead change tonight. Marlette by one point. Ninety seconds remain here in the first quarter. Marlette eight, bad act seven to Carlos Sageman. Top of the key to Noah Curvin. Aaron Soles, right wing, takes the three in with a man in front of him, and this one's good. He has five, Benex 10, Marlette eight, 107 remains.
2: Long range there. Again, he can shoot that. He got his feet set. You might have to step out just a little bit on him.
1: Skypeman down to the post, and they feed it into Aaron Bauer. He's fouled. He's just a 6 2 sophomore, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul will go against number 23, Connor Etzel. That's his first team second, excuse me, third for the Hatchets. So at the line, Aaron Bauer. First free throw is good for Marletz Bauer. On the season, he's a 23% free throw shooter, just three of 13. He makes the first.
2: Watch, it's tournament time now.
1: It's all different ball game. And there it, it is. It goes two for two, two on that trip.
2: Two for two, buddy. A little confidence goes a long
1: way. And we are tied at 10 apiece. Three ties, three lead changes in this first quarter. Curvin to Aaron Soles against Skyman around the top of the key. Carlos Sageman against Miller. He rejects him. Tough defense here from the Marlette Red Raiders. Soles tries to split two defenders, can't finish on the layup. And rebound ripped down by Bauer. Here comes Marlette. At the right wing, Sarton. To Colin Miller, 25 seconds left in the first quarter, and Carlos Sageman didn't move his feet instead reached in, and that'll be his first personal foul, team's fourth.
2: Badak's feet look a little slow tonight. Yeah, very slow. I mean, Sageman gets beat off the dribble, drops an arm into him. Um Sol's got called already for, you know, taking a swipe at the ball. Just I don't know, just looking a little half-step slow right now
1: starting at the top of the key, dives inside the lane. This bunny is no good. Rebound ripped down by Bauer. Puts it back up, and it's blocked by Sageman. Seven seconds left. Aaron Souls tied at 10 apiece. Marlette and Badax. and he's pickpocketed by Skyman and wow. a foul with Stop. one and a half seconds left as Souls pushed him over. That is too personal for Aaron Souls not exactly what the doctor ordered here for the Bad Axe Hatchets. It is for the Marlette Red Raiders <laughs> yes, though. Yes, it is. We are tied 10 apiece with just one second left here as Marlette will inbound. Right side of the radio going to their left. Out there for Marlette right now. Inbounding will be number 12. Ethan Marshall. Skypeman Miller, Sarton and Bauer. To midcourt to Sarton. Pops the three from midcourt it's <laughs> hits the back of the iron. No good though. And we reach the end of the first quarter with a tie ball game, 10 to 10, between Marlette and the Bad Axe Hatchets, right here on the WLW Sports Network. On of the second quarter, and we are tied at ten apiece between the Marlette Red Raiders and the Bad Axe Hatchets. Marlette will start out on offense. They feed it to Tom the key to Marshall. Now to the left Elo takes the runner, and this one's good for two points for Skyman. He has four, and Marlette back on top, twelve to ten, with seven forty remaining in the first half.
2: Bad Axe got uh, souls on the bench. Uh,
1: with two <laughs> we're gonna, fouls, we're going
2: to get tested a little bit here.
1: The Carl Sageman, right wing, back up to Griffin. Minehold, top of the key, being guarded from about three feet from Ethan Marshall. To Carlos Sageman, top of the key against Miller. Pivoting, now starts his dribble. Over to the right wing to Meinhold Back up to Ethan. Noah Kerfin. And it's lost his hand on it. And there's Skyman to scoop it up. He goes up for the layup, and he can't get it to fall. But there's Colin Miller to clean up the boards for two points. And we have a timeout called by Jason Jurgis and the Hatchets. Marlette leads 14-10 over the W over the Bad on the WLW Sports Network. five remaining in the second quarter, and Marlette out to their largest lead at four points, 14 to 10. They start this quarter. Actually, they're currently on a 6-0 run. It was 10 to 8, Badax. Now it's 14 to 10, Marlette. Badax after a full timeout on offense into the right corner to Sageman, back to Aaron Soles back in there. And he waits for traffic to clear through the air. He went up, but they're going to say this foul was on the floor before the shot. And it'll be the second team foul against the Marlette Red Raiders.
2: I like what Badex is doing here to get Soles back in the game, give him a little bit of a rest. He's got two fouls, but, I mean, you can't let this thing get uh, any further. Marlette's got enough confidence as it is because they've won three in a row.
1: Keaton Brown in the short corner, pivoting back out to Aaron Soles, top of the key. We missed that foul, unfortunately. Not sure who that was on. Jake McPhee to the high post to Keaton Brown, back out to Soles, to no curve in the right wing. Jake McPhee dribbling down to the right block, pump fakes. This one's blocked. By Roberson, and scooped back up by Sageman. How many people can block Jake McPhee.
0: <laughs> Keaton
1: Brown takes the three, top of the key. This one's rims in and out, no good. And Skyman brings in the rebound for Marlette. Going the other way. Ethan Marshall at left wing to Miller, top of the key. Pops the three, this one's no good. Rebound brought in by Jake McPhee for the Hatchets. Nine rebounds for the blue and gold, eight for Marlette. Aaron Soles, no curving dribbling to his right. Back to Souls. Six minutes left here in the first half. 14 to 10. Marlette by four boys. Noah Kervin dribbling to Jake McPhee. Pump fakes. Now back to Sageman. Top of the key for three. This one's long. And long rebound chased down by Jake McPhee. Keeps possession alive for the Bat-Axe Hatchets. They trail by four. Souls takes the NBA three. Top of the key. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Sarton for Marlette. Good defensive pressure there from the Red Raiders.
2: I think Solz is going to, he'll settle for that three. He doesn't want to get to the basket.
1: DeCarlo Sageman steals the ball away, goes up for the left-handed layup, and it's in for two points. And cuts the deficit down in half, 14-12, to to and stops the 6-0 run from the Marlette Red Raiders. Sarton down inside the paint, and the pass down to the left block is kicked. It will be Marlette ball left side radio underneath your own basket. Substitution, Travis Fuller checking in, replaces Ethan Marshall. Yeah, what I was getting at is uh, Solsby
2: a little tentative about going to the basket, doesn't want to pick up a charge, get that third foul, so he might settle for the threes or the, the floaters more so than getting all the way to the rim this rest
1: of this half. 5-13 remains in the first half. It's Marlette 14, Badax 12 Red Raiders inbounding. Travis Fuller just checked back at the ballgame, gets the pass to the left wing. Back to Skypeman into the corner to Sarton. Sarton to Roberson at the right wing. Jake McPhee comes out to meet him. Starts his dribble, and it's nearly pickpocketed by Keaton Brown. Goes out of bounds. It'll be Marlet Ball.
2: Kind of interesting. <laughs> you watch both teams. They got five out. There ain't one guy in the, in the block. I mean, even Bad Axe. They got McPhee playing out on the arc. A little surprised by that.
1: Inbound to number 23, Luke Skyman, 5'10", senior. Hands it off to Roberson. In the Travis Swoller's hands. Jump stop at the right elbow. Hands it off to number 15, Jason Tenbush. Just checked in. Roberson dribbling against McPhee. Back out to Fuller, top of the key. Marlette staying patient. Fuller at the free throw line. Nothing there. Turns and hands it off to Skyman. Skyman dribbling down. Passes into the corner to Tenbush. Back out to Roberson. Right wing for three. This one's good. Rolls it in. Roberson's first points. Marlette now out by Five points, 17 to 12, 420 remains in the first half.
2: Good ball movement, really patient, finally got what they wanted. There we have an offensive screen. foul,
1: illegal screen on the Bad Axe Believe it's Brown. Foul go against Keaton Brown, his first team six. So the remaining four minutes and 16 seconds of this first half, Marlette will be shooting one free throw at a minimum. You
2: know, for the Red Raiders there, uh, Grant Roberson hitting that shot. Get your leading scorer going. Second leading scorer.
1: Marlette with three threes on the night. They average 4.3 per ball game.
2: Yeah, if they want to pull the upset off, they're going to have to hit some more of those.
1: Average. They shoot 24% beyond the three-point line on the season. 48% inside. Allen Miller, top of the key. Over to Travis Fuller at the right wing. Dives down to the basket. Off the glass. In for two for Travis Fuller and just like that it's a seven point lead for marlette 19 to 12 352 left in the first half and we have an on the arm reach this will go against luke skype his first team's third
2: i really like what uh, travis fuller did right there recognized that souls was guarding him took him right to the basket saying you're not going to touch me because you got two fouls great job taking advantage of the foul situation
1: marlette Outscoring Bad X 9-2 in this quarter so far. We've played 4 minutes and 15 seconds in the second. To Carlos to Aaron Souls right wing. Back up to Noah Curvin Against Fuller, back to Souls To Carlos Sagemann, to Curvin left wing. Against Fuller. Aaron Soles, top of the key. Dives to the basket, and the floater's in for two. Souls with 7. 14-9. Excuse me, 14-19. Marlette by 5 still. remains. Down to the low block. Back out to Colin Miller. Left wing for three. And this one's no good. Rebound ripped down by Jake McPhee. And they're going to see Roberson was in there for the reach. That'll be his second, team's fourth.
2: He'll probably have to sit the rest of this half.
1: So he... He does sit down with 3.09 remaining in the second quarter. Marlette by five points, 19 to 14, 3.09 left in the second. Marlette leading. We have, have had four lead changes and three ties in this ballgame. Marlette's largest lead was seven, which was just a moment ago before that Aaron Souls layup. Down to Jake McPhee, left block goes up strong. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. He has yet to score tonight.
2: It's the first time tonight that Badex has put McPhee down in the block and it went right to him. A little surprise it's taken him this long to go there. I mean, they definitely have a size advantage there. The way he played uh, the other night, he's got to have a lot of confidence in his game as well.
1: Free throw is good from Jake McPhee. Makes this a four-point ball game as Jason Tenbush sits down. I do believe he just picked up that foul. So the fouls are now 6-5, to Badex was 6. Jake McPhee at the free-throw line and DeCarlos Sageman. Got a little head start there, and that'll be a lane violation. So free throw's no good. 2.57 left in the first half. And Marlott's hanging on to a four-point lead over the Bad
2: Badax had to, er, yeah bad had turned the pressure up a little bit. Tried to deny the inbounds on the full court. Just got to work them the whole length now.
1: Colin Miller hands it off to Travis Fuller. He breaks the press mid court, Dribbles all the way to left elbow before picking up his dribble. Hands it off to Tristan Creighton, and we have a push on the Bad Axe Hatchets. One-and-one scenario here for the Marlette Red Raiders, and the foul will go against Jake McPhee. That is his first. Team seventh. So this puts Tristan Creighton to the free-throw line, shooting one-and-one. Creighton is a 40% free-throw shooter on the season, 6 of 15 on the year. So far, Marlette tonight, 2 of 2 from the free-throw line. And now 2 of 3, but Creighton gets his own rebound to keep Marlette on offense. Over to the opposite block, and he traveled with it first, though.
2: It's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to step through and dragged everything. And...
1: Quentin Sarton checks in, replaces Creighton. So Marlette, 19, Bannock's 15, 2.41 left in the first half. Jake McPhee sits down, replaced by Connor Etzel. So out there for the Hatchets, we have Keaton Brown, DeCarlo Sageman, Noah Kervin, Connor Etzel, and Aaron Souls. Souls has two fouls. Sageman brings the ball up against Colin Miller. Goes all the way right in, coast to coast. He can't finish, though. And the rebound finally chased down by Marlette. Keaton Brown, though, saves it. Down to Sageman. Inside the paint, back out to Souls. Top of the key against Fuller. Inside the lane, they can't get that to finish. Sageman can't get to finish either. But he is fouled, he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against number three, Travis Fuller.
2: wrong team.
1: <laughs> Travis Fuller's first team's sixth. Sageman at the free throw line, shooting two, and the first free throw is good. Sageman, a 73% free throw shooter on the season. Misses the second one. Rebound brought in by Sartre. Skyman across midcourt against Curvin. Dribbling through pressure into the corner to Fuller. Fuller dives inside the lane. It's pickpocketed by Sageman. Sageman, one on two. Pump fakes. This one's no good. Etzel brings in the rebound and stripped down by Colin Miller. It's
2: a nice steal. <laughs> yes. Five guys, though, for Marlette. I mean, f- run as hard as they could from behind and really bothered that uh, layup that Sageman
1: had. Souls steals the pass and contended for the right wing, and there is Skiteman to steal it away. Holy cow. Impressive effort here from the Marlette Red Raiders.
2: Playing very hard, very hard. Good to see.
1: 19-16, to 16. Marlette by three. Down to Miller on the give and go. No foul called. And they're going to say Badax ball. Colin wow. Miller won a foul. I wouldn't have been surprised had that been a foul.
2: I don't know how you come down with both
1: arms and get <laughs> no call. But I think uh, that's a result of mail-in voting. And
2: <laughs> oh, and, and <laughs> that insult to injury, you get the ball too. <laughs> yeah.
1: 90 seconds and counting here in the second quarter. Marlette 19, Bad Axe 16. DeCarlo Sageman at the left wing, extended. Back to Kervin against Ethan Marshall. Souls dribbling around the perimeter. Marshall guarding him inside the lane. The floaters in for two. Souls floats through that paint. And the left handed layup is good. 19 to 17, or excuse me, 19 to 18.
2: I really like what Marlette's doing defensively, but boy, they, again, we've talked about it before. you got to have some help on Souls. There ain't nobody going to handle them all by themselves
1: starting top of the key. or to Colin Miller. Jump stop passes into the corner to Ethan Marshall for three. This one's good. Ethan Marshall with his second three tonight. Makes us a 22-18 four-point lead for the Marlott Red Raiders with 33 seconds remaining. Kervin, two souls and we have a whistle away from the ball. Foul goes against Colin Miller. Looks like it was a push. Colin Miller's first personal one-and-one scenario. So DiCarlo Sageman back to the free-throw line shooting one-and-one. He's one of two on the night. 22-18 Marlette by four. Free throw is good. It's now a three-point lead. So two-for-one sale for Sageman. Gives him a second free throw. Sol sits down with 27 seconds left, replaced by Griffin Meinholt. 22-19 Marlette by three points. Bad eggs at the free-throw line.
2: No Taking a chance off Soles, picking up his third right before the half here.
1: Two for two on that trip for Sageman. Two-point ball game. 22-20. Colin Miller at midcourt. Passes to Skyman against Kervin. Four feet from midcourt. Drills past Kervin. Inside the lane. Skip past the left wing. to Sarton for three. This one's up. And it is high rebound. No good. And a rebound ripped down by Curvin. Kervin pushing tempo. Five seconds left. Inside the paint, spins, off balance, blocked by Sarton. Keaton Brown gets the putback to count for two, and we are tied at the half. Keaton Brown's first points come at an ever-critical time for the Bad Axe Hatchets, and they will enter the halftime locker room, tied with the Marlette Red Raiders, 22-22. After two cores of play in the Region 24 semifinal, between the Bad Axe Hatchets and the Marlette Red Raiders and the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network after the half. We are tied 22-22 between the Marlette Red Raiders and the Bad Axe Hatchets. It was 10-10 at the end of the first quarter in a quarter that we saw three lead changes and three ties. In the second quarter, Marlette came out and was leading by seven points halfway through the second quarter, 19-12. But then Bad Axe goes on a 6-0 run themselves to make it a one-point ball game and then ends on a 4-0 run to finish the half with a one-second putback from Keaton Brown to tie the ball game at the half, 22-22 between Marlette and Bad Axe after 16 minutes to play. 16 minutes to go. The Marlette Red Raiders are led by Colin Miller with five points, or excuse me, Ethan Marshall with six points. Colin Miller at five, three points for Grant Roberson, but Luke Skiteman sneaking in there with four points, two points each for Travis Fuller and Aaron Bauer. Tristan Creighton 0-for-1 for the free throw line. For the Bad Axe agents, they are led by Aaron Soles with nine points, three points for Griffin Minehold. DeCarlo Sageman has seven points, two field goals, the rest free throws. Three points for Griffin Minehold, like I said, Keaton Brown with two, and Jake McPhee with one free throw. Turnovers: Bad Axe with five, Marlette with five, in a tie ball game, 22-22. Free throws: Both teams shooting 66 percent. Bad Axe four of six, Marlette two of three. Rebounding going in favor of the Bad Axe Hatchets by 1, 14-13. Nine defensive, five offensive rebounds for the Hatchets. Ten defensive rebounds for the Marlette Red Raiders. Three for the offensive glass. What do you have for shooting, Steve Moe?
2: Marlette's doing what they got to do. 4-10 inside the arc for 40%. Uh, They had a couple easy ones they wish they had back. I guarantee you that. Uh, But from the arc, they're 4-10. They're doing a nice job. uh beating them off the dribble, then kicking it and knocking down the three. They're getting some good looks there. So overall for the half, they uh, shot 40%, exactly what they got to do. Uh, again, that four or 10 from the arc that has to continue here in the second half. Uh, Bad Axe, uh, six and 13 inside. Again, um, once Soles got going, he knocked down a couple shot driving baskets. Uh, nobody got in his way, so it was pretty easy layups. They ended up six for 13, 46%. Um, from the arc though, they were two and nine for 22%. Which I think is a little bit of a weakness for Badax. And uh, Marlette started off, and they were, you know, kind of giving them that shot. Badax was taking it uh, and not making it. Badax did call an early timeout. I think Coach just said, "Hey, let's uh, let's not settle for the three. Let's get inside, beat them off the dribble, see if we can get uh, go to work on some offensive rebounds." So, anyways, they shot 36%. Uh, for the first half, so they're definitely going to have to shoot better than that. If they stay at 36%, this thing's going down to the wire.
1: So Marlette 40% inside, 40% outside. X 46% inside, 22% beyond the arc in that first half. So, second half, we saw kind of a tale of two quarters there, two halves of quarters. X coming back in the second half of the second quarter to tie this one 22 apiece. What do you expect here in the first two minutes of the second half?
2: Again, this first three minutes will be huge on how this thing's going to play out. Um, Bad Axe got to be pretty happy. They they survived, this, you know, they survived the, the, the run that Marlette put on them. And uh, Soles was on the bench with two fouls for part of that. They did a nice job of getting him back in and not sitting for the whole half. Kind of righted the ship a little bit, brought back some steadiness. So they're back to zero to zero, basically. Marlette's going to stick with their game plan. I think they're going to be soft with their man. Maybe put a little more help side for Soles, kind of keep him out of the lane, and if they can force uh, Badax to shoot threes, uh, it's gonna be to their advantage. Now, the one thing we talked about pregame, Bad Axe has that ability of turning up the heat on defense. I thought in the first half they seemed to be a half step slow, uh, you know, maybe a little carryover from the weekend, so we'll see if they turn it up this half and really get after uh, the Red Raiders of Marlach.
1: Bad Axe will start out on offense, right to left across your radio in their home white uniforms. Here, hosted by Flint Beecher at the Moses Lacey Fieldhouse, 22 to 22. Marlette and Bad Axe to start this third quarter. The Carlos Aichman, to Noah Curvin left wing gets a screen from Keaton Brown. Travis Fuller guarding. Over to the right wing to Souls, screen from McPhee. Souls takes the three, top of the key, and this one's good. Aaron Souls with 12 gives Bad Axe the lead, 25 to 22. It's a good start. Souls with the steal against Colin Miller, and the layup is in for two points. Five straight for Aaron Souls, and it's a five-point lead for the Bad Axe It's twenty-seven to twenty-two. He's been a difference maker, big time. Travis Fuller brings it up for the hat for the Red Raiders into the corner, gives it back from Roberson down to Creighton, and it's stolen away by Keaton Brown. Top of the key, Curvin to Souls left wing against Skatman. Soles gets a screen from McVee, dribbles deeper into the corner, nothing there, picks up a dribble. Back to Kirvin, top of the key, dribbles to his right around the perimeter against Fuller into the hands of Sageman. Sageman gets a screen from McVee, and it's stolen away by Travis Fuller. Fuller taking his time, jump stop at the left block, off the glass, in for two, nice move from Travis Fuller, completes the two-point play, 27-24.
2: Jumped that route, got the steal, took it down, nice patient, shot fake, made the easy basket.
1: Inside the lane, sage off balance. The floater's no good. McPhee gets the put back to fall for two points. He has three. It's back to a five-point lead, 29-24. to 24. Bad by 5, 620 remaining in the third quarter. Marlowe's got to do
2: a better job keeping McPhee off of that. You got your miss, you wanted, you just didn't take care of that offensive rebound.
1: Stolen away by Aaron Soles. Pass intended for Fuller and wide open Soles in for two points. Souls with 7 now. And we've a timeout called by Chris Storm and the Red Raiders. 31-24. Bad Axe by 7 points to start this third quarter. <laughs> Bad Axe starts out on quite the blistering pace here. 9-2 run to start this third quarter. Marley calls a 30-second timeout. They have the ball 90 feet from their own hoop. Left right across the radio in their road red uniforms. Skyman against Kervin. Into the corner to Sarton. Back to Skyman. Skyman dribbles inside the paint. Puts the floater in for two points for Luke Skyman. He has 6. 29-20, to 20, excuse me, 31-26. Did a really nice job on that pull-up right there. Aaron Soles down to, to Carlos Sageman inside the paint. Off balance, can't get to fall. Gets his own rebound. It's still stripped. It's now on the floor. And Sageman kicks it back out and we have a push. This will be a foul against the Marlette Red Raiders.
2: You know, the one, the one thing I think is overlooked with the bat actually, how good their hands are. I mean, we've seen it again at, at Lakers
1: on the in the final. Lakers is bigger, but they just kept got they got their hands on balls and just kept them alive and got them. Kervin takes a three. Rebound ripped down by Colin Miller out of Sageman's hands. And the Red Raiders trailing by five points, 31-26. Colin Miller takes a three. Left wing, this one's no good. Rebound ripped down by Noah Curvin, And we have a reach on the rebound, and this will be a foul against Tristan Creighton. Team second. One
2: thing you do not want to do is put bad acts to the free throw line early in a the game. They shoot
1: it very well. Savannahx brings the ball up with a five-point lead, 31-26. to 26, 4.50 left in the third quarter. Keaton Brown to Aaron Souls right wing. Gets a screen from Meinholt. At the free-throw line, the runner is no good. Keaton Brown gets the rebound into the hands of Colin Miller, though. At the right wing, Ethan Marshall to Colin Miller at the free-throw line. Inside the paint, can't get that to fall. Sageman gets the rebound. Bad Axe pushing it out, and it's right into the hands of Sarton as they're out of control on that one. Seven turnovers from the Hatchets.
2: Well, I'd definitely like to take advantage of a couple of these little turnovers keep this thing inside of five.
1: Skyman at the right block. Nothing there. Turns away from the basket. Looking to pass now to the right wing to Colin Miller against Sageman. Inside the lane, jump stop at the right block, and he was fouled. <laughs>
2: He should have kept going up. He yeah. said he stopped, and Sageman come down on top of him.
1: That's follows on Sageman. His second team's first of the second half. Tristan Creighton sits down. As does Quentin Sarton. Replaced by number 15, Jason Tenbush. And number looks like Roberson's back in there. Yeah. Top of the key, Ethan Marshall for three. This one's no good. Rebound to Carlos Sagemann for the Hatchets. Still a five-point ball game. X 31. Marlette 26. Three minutes, 45 seconds left in the third. Keaton Brown with a three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Roberson and Skypen for Marlette. Exactly what Marlette wants. Shoot that three. Tenbush inside the paint. Jump stop to the right block to Roberson. Balls loose and brought in by Keaton Brown. On the steal. Aaron Soles. It's the transition bucket to fall. He's had a big quarter. He has nine in this quarter for 18 on the night. 33 26. Yeah, he just ran out and it just threw it up to him. Ethan Marshall to Colin Miller, left wing. Back to Marshall, nearly stolen by Soles again. Marshall dribbling to the right wing to Jason Tenbush. Tenbush at the free throw line, in trouble. Spinning, pivoting over to the right wing to Ethan Marshall, back to Skyman resets the offense. Badax 33, Marlet 26, 255 left in the third quarter. Drilling to the left, Skyman down to the baseline is fouled. He goes. He will go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul will go against number 10 Griffin Meinhold. That's his second, team second as well. Skyman to the free throw line for the first time tonight.
2: He's had a really nice game. He's done a nice job defensively. He's done a nice job handling the ball, making some nice passes, attacking the basket.
1: 11 of 19 on the season for Skyman. He misses the first one, so he's 11 of 20 now for 55% of the season. You know, we always talk about that
2: first three minutes coming out of halftime, and Bad X X jumped on him and built that seven-point lead, and that's where we are right now. 33-26,
1: 33-26, Badax by 7. 2.50 left in the third quarter. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by Keaton Brown for the Hatchets. Over two on that trip for Skypen. Souls into the corner to mindhold He can't hang on to it. Goes between the legs. And that result in the eighth turnover for the Hatchets. Both teams with eight. Again, Marlux
2: had some chances here to, to cut into this lead a little bit and get her back into a manageable area to keep the pressure on Bad and just can't score.
1: Skyman against Curvin, pass midcourt court, in between the high and low post. The runner's no good. Gets his own rebound. At the right block, spinning hook shot is no good either. But he gets his own rebound again. Puts this one up. That one's no good, and rebound brought in by Keaton Brown in the Hatchets. We have a whistle at the top. In transition, the foul will go against number three, Travis Fuller, his second team's third.
2: I'm not gonna get many <laughs> better shots. Three, no. three of them point blank just couldn't get it to go in. Looked like it had the rebounding bubble on I there, mean, just would not go in.
1: Batted the stats quite well, though. As far as rebounding.
2: Yeah, it's been too much for the shooting no. stats.
1: Sageman at the left block puts it up in for two points from the give and go. Nice assist from Keaton Brown. 35 26, and a steal by Aaron Souls. Down to the right blocker from Meinhold. Hits the brakes, lets them fly right by. Meinhold scores for two. And we have a timeout called by Chris Storm and the Red Raiders. It's an 11 point lead for the Bad Axe matches, 37 to 26. Marlon comes out of a full timeout. Colin Miller takes a three. Robeson brings in the rebound. Back to Miller, and he's fouled inside. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This foul will go against Griffin Meinhold, his third. Team's third as well for the Hatchets. Colin Miller at the free throw line for the first time tonight on the season. Colin Miller is 81 of 141 for 57% on the season. Free throws up, and it's good. He has six points, brings this to a 10-point ball game. Connor Etzel checks in, replaces Griffin Mindful. Nice play that Chris Storm drew up there coming
2: out of that timeout, full court. They knew they were going to get pressure from Bad X, got it to the middle, kicked it to a guy streaking, then to the corner for the three. Just didn't knock it down, but they did get the rebound. Miller, close
1: Miller, two for two on that trip. 28 for Marlette, 37 for the Hatchets, leading by nine points on offense. Keaton Brown against Skypin at the left wing. And we have a whistle, and this will be a reach and perhaps even a block on Skypin. That's his third, team's fourth. Bad will inbound, left side for radio. Sarton checks in, replaces Skypin. Out there for Bad right now, Connor Etzel Aaron Soles, Keaton Brown, DeCarlo Sageman, Noah Kervin. For the Red Raiders, Roberson, Miller, Marshall, and Sarton as Sol, or Kervin takes a three. This one's no good. Sarton brings in the rebound for Marlech. left. court Marshall fires it down to Mar- Miller at the left elbow. Back out to Sarton, right top of the key. Miller left wing against Kervin. humphix now starts his dribble. Down to Roberson against Etzel. Off the glass, in for two points. A nice post move for Roberson. He has five. 37-30, four points Straight for the Red Raiders. It's
2: key time right now for Marlette. They don't want this thing to get any higher because Badax will pull it out the whole fourth quarter
1: and make you foul. Em. Souls is picked back by Miller. Souls picks it up at midcourt. 48 seconds left in the third. 37 to 30. Give and go to Sageman into the hands of Etsel. Back out to Curvin. Nearly stolen by Marlet again. As Curvin can't get the layup to fall. Rebound ripped down by Roberson. Here comes Marlet with 34 seconds left. To Miller, left wing. Down to Roberson against Etzel. Turns to the basket. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free-throw line for two shots. Roberson, a 66% free-throw shooter on the season, 65 of 98. So with 24 seconds left, trying to make this a two-possession ball game, currently it's a seven-point lead for the Hatchets, 37-30. to 30. Roberson at the free-throw line, first free-throw, no good. He's hung out of that room forever. Why these are
2: so huge where they owe for their last three at the free throw line.
1: Oh, well, Miller just made two. Oh, that's right. Otherwise, they are over 0, 0 for 4. 2 for 6 this half. Two for five in this half. Yeah. Second free throw is good for Roberson. Six point ball game, 37 to 31. It's a 5-0 run for Marlette In the last minute of the play. Aaron Souls against Miller. Give and go to Jake McPhee and Travis Fuller tried his best to upend Jake McPhee. Not many people can do that. That's Travis Fuller's third, team's fifth.
2: He knew it was going. He just got there a little late.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's about six inches too short. Yeah, that too. Keaton Brown will inbound for Maddox. Left side of the radio with a lead of six points. Sarton steals it away to Colin Miller as the pass was tipped. Colin Miller with the layup in for two points. Four-point ball game, 37-33. Five seconds left. Noah Kerbin down to Jake McPhee against Roberson. Inside, back out to Sageman for three. Before the buzzer, it's no good. We've reached the end of three quarters with a four-point ball game, 37-33. Marlet showing some life in the waning moments of the third. Right here on the WLW Sports Network. Marlette starts out on offense. They feed it down to Roberson, wide open to the opposite block, in for two points. We have a two-point ball game, 37-35. Seven and a half to play in the fourth quarter. McPhee inside the paint. Can't get the ball, rolled all the way around the rim. Rebound brought in by Sarton. And here comes Marlette with some momentum. Into the corner to Fuller. Inside the paint, nothing there. Back out to Sarton passes to Fuller on the baseline, nothing there. Back out to Sarton, right wing, inside of the paint. Jump stop, nothing. Skips pass, and it's tipped out of bounds by Aaron Souls. And it'll be Marlette Ball, right side of the radio, trailing by just two points to Badax, 37 35. Marlette's doing a nice job on offense, moving the ball. What they're really liking, what they're
2: looking to do right now is go inside to Roverson.
1: Marlette on a 9-0 run at the moment. Roberson inside of against McPhee. He is fouled. Roberson will go to the free throw line for two shots with the potential to tie this ball game up. Foul go against McPhee, his second. Team's fourth.
2: Again, I'll go back to the de- defense. Bad Axe not putting much ball pressure on, allowing Marlette to run their stuff and get the ball inside where they want to.
1: Roberson makes the first. It's a one-point ball game. 10-0 no run for Marlette. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought in by Sageman. 37 to 36. Marlette by trails by one point to Maddox. No curving to Keaton Brown. Gets a screen from McPhee, top of the key. Dribbling down the left side of the lane. The jump shot is up from Brown, and it's good. Nice move there from Keaton Brown. He has four. 39-36. Well, he's tough with that mid-range jump shot. Right wing, Sarton, down to Roberson on the baseline. In the short corner, back to Sarton. Trying to feed into Roberson, nothing there. To Marshall, top of the key, Fuller. Kicks it back out to Miller for three, top of the keys. This one's no good, long rebound. Last touch by a white jersey, Marlette Ball. six nineteen left in the fourth, 39, Badax, 36, Marlette. You see now, Badax is really
2: cheating to double on Roberson if they go down there, so they're leaving somebody on the arc open.
1: As the first points for Bad X in 3 minutes and 15 seconds. Stopped a 9-0 run, 10-0 run for Marlette. Miller's inside the paint. He nearly coughs it up into Sarton's hands in the right wing. Marshall saves it. Marshall against Souls Starts his dribble around the perimeter to the left wing. Into the corner. Sarton can't hang on to it goes out of bounds. Ten turnovers for Marlette. A little sloppy possession there for the Red Raiders. Marshall sits down, replaced by Skidman, who was on the bench with three fouls a moment ago.
2: It's amazing when the game's on the line a little bit. Uh, <laughs> the guys that want to shoot it and the guys that don't. There were some shots passed up there.
1: Curvin, and we have a whistle away from the ball. And I do believe it is going to be a foul on DeCarlos Saadrid, a hold. So that will be Sageman's third, team's fifth. So it gives the ball back to the Marlette Red Raiders. 5.52 left in the fourth quarter. Bad X 39, Marlette 36. Yeah, them offensive fouls are I mean,
2: those are turnovers, and that uh, that hurts. I mean, you're up three, got a chance to
1: extend the lead, and you don't even get a crack at it. Skykman brings it up for the Red Raiders. Fuller at the free throw line to Roberson at the right wing dribbles all the way down the baseline, goes up for two and can't get the ball, but Sarton's there to save it and goes out of bounds. It'll be Bad X-Ball. Nice, nice dive <laughs> to the basket for Roberson. Couldn't finish.
2: Yeah, they come up, set the screen. And he Left just wide got, open. He just, he just kept it and went right through it.
1: Curve into Souls against Skyman. Gets a screen for McVie. Top of the key. Souls pops the three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Miller. One and done for the Hatchets. Miller into the corner to Fuller. Fuller, skip pass to the right wing to Sarton. Skyman to the right wing, deeper in the corner. Sarton's out of the key. Fuller, left wing against Soles, seven feet away. In Skyman, resets the offense against Kerbin. Five minutes left in regulation. 39 for Bad Axe, 36 for Marlette. Low scoring affair here. Skyman to Roberson in the corner, pops the three. This one's airmailed. Rebound brought in by Keaton Brown for the Hatchets. Brown brings it up himself, and it's stolen away by Colin Miller. Fast hands from Colin Miller. Jump stop inside the paint. He is fouled from behind as he avoided contact from Aaron Souls, And so put Miller to the free throw line for two shots. Foul will go against Aaron Souls. his third. Fourth, excuse me. Team seventh. It's only his third. That's right. They, they call it the wrong team. So it. it's
2: only, so it's only
1: Sarah Aaron Sol's third foul. Yep. Miller's first free throw is good though. So it's a two point ball game and it stays there as the second free throw is no good.
2: Boy, oh yeah, they're going <laughs> to,
1: those points are leaving at that free throw line. They're not
2: going to be happy if the thing
1: comes down to a <laughs> couple points. <laughs> yeah, it
2: comes off to a couple points.
1: Souls to curve in right wing. Pops a three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Sageman. Put back is no good either. Jake McPhee with the putback. This one is good. McVee with five points. Bad acts by four points. 418 remains. To the left wing, Skyman. Down to Fuller, and it's knocked out of bounds from behind by Souls. Marlette ball, right side of your radio, underneath their own basket.
2: When Marlette gets exactly what they want. Kerwin hasn't scored all night. Takes a long three. Misses, give up an offensive rebound, miss, give up another offensive rebound, make.
1: Roberson dives to the basket on the putback, can get to fall, and we have a block. It is to put Roberson back at the free-throw line for two shots. Looks like this is going to be against Keaton Brown, his second. Team's eighth. So Roberson at the free-throw line, shooting two. He is two for four from the free-throw line tonight. 66% on the season. Well, then he should make both these. First free throw is good. 41-38. Yeah,
2: you want to stay within t- three points the whole way here. Second
1: free throw is good. Two for two on that. Tony Romo calls that one. 41-39, a two-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Marlett giving it all they've got here with... Halfway through the fourth quarter. Keaton Brown at the free throw line to Jake McPhee. Down to the right block. Nothing there. Fadeaway jump shot is good for McPhee. McPhee was seven. 43 39. Wow, that's a big make Huge right there. make.
2: Big make. Has a tough shot, too.
1: Collin Miller against Sageman over to Sarton to the corner to Skyman. Skyman to Sarton left wing against Brown from eight feet. And it's nearly stolen by Aaron Soles, he stepped out of bounds. So it'll be Marlette Ball inbounding in front of their own bench, right side of your radio. 3.28 left in the fourth quarter. Bad Axe 43, Marlette 39. where Soles sits there on that backside, and
2: he's waiting for that cross court pass. Looking Sit, to pick it off.
1: Sitting in the weeds. Miller inbounds the Skypen against Kirvin. Picks up his dribble, top of the key to Roberson, left elbow. Dribbling against, and it's nearly stolen by Sageman in the hands of Miller. Back to Roberson. Skyman at the free throw line. Kicks into the corner to Fuller. He goes down the baseline. The runner is no good, but there's Roberson for the put back in for two points. 43 41. Badax by two points. Three minutes left in regulation. Souls for three. Top of the key. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Sarton for Marlette. Another one and done for Badax. Down to Roberson, underneath the basket. The hook shot is no good. A rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Huge rebound there for Brown. And keeps Bad Axe leading by two points, 43-41. Oh, I can't
2: believe that didn't go in.
1: <laughs> Marlette, fan base fired up. Aaron Soles against That's Skyman, a, and we have a block. This will be the fourth against Skyman. Souls did extend the arm, but... Skyteman kind of got into them a little bit before the arm come out. So that's the 16 fouls. So the rest of the way out, one-and-one one now for both teams. Banex has 18 fouls. Marlette with six. And now the officials want to discuss something. Yeah, the scorers table's got a question here. No, they're calling that an offensive foul. So it goes against Jake McPhee instead. Away from the ball, moving screen. So Jake McPhee's third, team's eighth. Wow. Well, okay. so Marlette has the chance here to tie it up. They trail by two points, 43 to 41, two and a half to play in the fourth. Skyman across midcourt against Kirvin. Dribbles to the right wing. Four high here for Marlette. Now Roberson flashes to the low post. Fuller to Sarton to Roberson, Right block goes up strong and it falls in for two. We're at 43. 2 10 remains in the fourth quarter, 43 43. Roberson having a huge fourth quarter. Soul's shot is blocked by Marlette and now we have a jump ball. Possession arrow in favor of Marlette. Chris Storm can't believe that was not a foul on the rebound. Gives the ball.
2: They did. <laughs> they did wrap him up from behind, <laughs> and then kind of flung him
1: to the floor. But timeout called by X with a minute 58 left in the fourth quarter. We'll stick with you. 43 to 43. Our first tie since the first quarter. And the first potential lead change here since the second. Steve Bone, what are we seeing here?
2: <laughs> well, you're seeing a group of seniors that believe, and I think you're seeing another team on the other side that says, Ah, we beat him 10 days ago by. 20s. that ain't that big a deal. You know, it'll work out, and here you are, two minutes to go, and it hasn't worked out. Now you're in a battle for your lives to keep going. Uh, The pressure definitely on bad acts. Uh, Marlette's got the ball and a lot of momentum.
1: Roberson entered the score with six points. He now has 14. Roberson has
2: 14 now.
1: 14 points now.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know him, where he's been, and all of a sudden, he scored all their points here down the stretch. Which, again, they're going to him down low, and uh, and uh, Badax is just having a hard time. Again, they're not putting much pressure on the guards. You know, now they're in a situation where you don't want it. you can't put too much pressure because you just uh, you get called for the foul, and now you're sending uh, Marlette to the free throw line.
1: 43 to 43, a minute 58 left in regulation, the Region 24 semifinals. Winner takes on. Just a little small school called Flint Beecher. Whoever does win this one will have their hands full. Both teams with three timeouts remaining.
2: Well, again, you make it to that regional final, there's only 16 teams left, right? <laughs> Many people can say that. So Badax will inbound.
1: How's Badax inbounding? They call a the timeout. It was a jump ball, wasn't it? I thought they pointed Marlette's way, though. It was pointed Marlette's way. It was actually a bad X ball. Oh, okay. All right. Keaton Brown will inbound, and he throws it into the hands of Skiteman. Rebound. thrown away by Marlette. Ten turnovers for the Hatchets. Roberson goes down the baseline, kicks into the corner to Fuller. He dives inside the lane. Nothing there. Bang out to Miller. Top of the key. Gets a screen from Fuller. Miller at the right wing against Noah Gurvin. Fuller at the left wing, into the hands of Skyman. Trying to feed it into Roberson, nothing there yet. Sartan top of the key. 43 apiece, 90 seconds remain. Miller at the free throw line, back out to Skiteman. Skiteman in the corner, Sartan takes a three, it's up, it's no good. Rebound brought in by Aaron Soles, four bat for Oh, and that first penetration there, Roberson had it all the way to the rim. I'm surprised he didn't shoot it. Souls at the free throw line takes the jump shot, and this one's good. Bad Axe by two points, Souls has 20, 45 to 43, and we have a timeout called by Marlette. I think it was called by well, Bad Called by Bad Axe, minute 11 remaining, we'll be back in 30 seconds. Well, back on the ranch, Marlette feeds it into Colin Miller on the give and go inside the lane. It counts. We're tied at 45. Souls to McPhee. Right block. It's blocked by Sarton, but a late whistle will send Jake McPhee to the free throw line for two shots. That whistle was very late. Looked like a good block to me, but there may have been some body in it. Hard to say. <laughs>
2: But there's 50 seconds left, and it's a tie game. Every block is (laughs) one side's happy, the other side's upset. Jake McPhee,
1: first free throw, no good.
2: He doesn't look real confident at that free throw line. That shot there did not look good at all.
1: He's now one of three from the free throw line tonight. A 52% free throw shooter on the season. Better box out, better box out. Second free throw is no good. It does fall. (laughs) Wow, that hung on there. So, Bad X by one point, 46 to 45. Marlette's got to love the situation they're in. Colin Miller, top of the key. Takes the three. It is up. It's no good. Long rebound. Saved by Marlette. Into the hand. Still loose. Brought in by Sarton at the top of the key. Over to the right wing, Colin Miller. At the free throw line. Dives inside. Puts it off the glass. In for two. Marlette by one. 26 seconds left. Marlette leads 47 to 46. Over Bad X. Colin Miller. After missing a three, long rebound, pops all over the court, and then dives down the ba- dives down the lane and puts it off the glass in for two points. And Marlette leads by with 24 seconds left by 1.46 for Maddox, 47 for Marlette.
2: Not sure about the three. It was a kind of rushed, you know, with uh, about 30 seconds left. Ball comes shooting out. I, who, who saved it from going out of bounds? I mean, that's a monster save. I think it was Seidman and Sarton? Yeah. Saved it behind the back, just flung it out in the middle of the floor. Then the sophomore Sarton's sophomore, he's the one that got the save. Yeah, Skyman saved it. Yeah, Skyman saved. There you go. And uh so and then now it's a you know it's great, it's a free for all. There's guys all over the place, so it's pretty easy for Miller is to drive right down the lane. He did have to make a tough shot going past uh, McPhee though. Let's see what Badacks I mean, you know what Bad Axe is doing here. That ball probably not coming out of Soul's hands, and if it does, it's coming right back to him. Who called that timeout? Uh, Marlette did. So, they want to set their defense. Kind of questioning. If they're going full court, and they just want to make them bring it up, work against some
1: pressure. 20 seconds remain. Souls across midcourt. Gets a screen from McPhee. Inside the lane, down to Sageman in the short corner for the jump shot. This one's no good. Soles with the putback. That one's no good. Rebound brought in by Sarton, and we have a hard foul against Sageman. And this will put Sarton, the sophomore, at the free throw line, shooting one and one.
2: You know, those are both good looks they got right there. You still got 10 seconds left. Badak's got their heads hanging. I don't understand. I
1: mean, if he makes them both, you're only down three with 10 seconds left. That's double bonus. So Sarton has attempted 14 free throws this entire varsity year. He's made eight of them for 57%. So he should make one, right? Free throws up, it's no good. Remains a one point ball game. 10 seconds exactly remaining. 47 for Marlette, 46 for Axe. Big free throw right here. You know, this really puts the pressure on you to make that. No good. Rebound brought in by McPhee. We have a timeout called by the Bad Axe Hatchits. I'm questioning how no time came off the
2: clock. Ball hits the rebound, you get the rebound. Ball off the rim, get the rebound, call timeout. Got to be a second runoff and nothing came off. I was Marlette's uh, assistant coach, I'd definitely be questioning that. What one? <laughs> well, that's my point. They got enough of them down, or you'd think one of them would cover that.
1: Chris Storm on the bench for 17 years. since 2006. 203 wins as the Marlette head coach trying to make their way to the district, to the regional championship. As they lead Bad X right now 47-46, to 46, but Bad X has the ball after this timeout. Eric Stoll definitely going to the basket with the ball here. What makes you say that?
2: Because they go into the basket with the ball. Been in this situation a million times. That's what they're going to do. They're going to put it in their best players' hands who can get to the basket. You know who the one you got to watch here? Jake McPhee. McPhee, and you got to watch uh, Brown. Brown. Yep, because they're on the rebound. On the rebound, you follow. If he gets to the basket, you follow right in behind him because he just just cleared a path for you. That offensive rebound's there.
1: Ten seconds remain. Marlette by one point, 47-46. Facing a full court press. The bad axe hatches into the hands of Souls. Seven seconds. Five seconds across midcourt. Souls it, take it too long. Dribbles down the left side of the lane. Is blocked. Blocked by Marlette. And the Marlette Red Raiders take out the Bad Axe Hatchets by one point. Marlette 47. Bad Axe 46. They come from behind. They were trailing by double digits in the second half, and they take out the Bad Axe Hatchets, 47 to 46. The Red Raiders hang on. Over the Bad Axe Hatches, they lost to Bad Axe just 11 days ago by 18 points, 60 to 42. And they right the ship with a one-point win, 47 to 46 over the Bad Axe Hatches to advance four straight wins. And Marlette now at 13 and 11, go on to take on the number one team in Division Three, the Flint Beecher Bucks on Flint Beecher's home court on Wednesday. You're listening to the W, LLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll wrap this one up. It was a thriller. It's regionals for a reason. Right here on the W, LLW Sports Network, your home for high school basketball. Final score, the Bad Axe Hatchets upset by the Marlette Red Raiders, 47-46. It came down to the last 10 seconds, the last shot. It went the Marlette Red Raiders' way, winning four in a row, improving to 13 and proving to 13-11 on the season. Mind you, they entered the postseason with a 9-11 record. They rolled through districts. They have now rolled through the first game of, the, of Region 24. And now have a date with the Flint Beecher Bucks on Wednesday in Flint Beecher as they take out the Badax Hatchets by 1.47 to 46. We had three ties and three lead changes in that first quarter, and it was 10 to 10 at the end of the first, all tied up. In the second quarter, Badax would come out and score just two points in the first half <laughs> with the first four minutes. Marlette would lead 19 to 12, leading by seven points with 3.55 left in the second quarter. But then Badax would roll back and score on a 10-3 run to finish the quarter in the final four minutes to tie it at a halftime 22-22. In the third quarter, Axe comes out firing. But it was 22-22, and just 30 seconds later, it was 27-22. And before we knew it, it was 31-24, and then 37-26. Axe by 11 points with a minute 58 left in the third quarter and they would take a four-point lead entering the fourth with a 37-33 ball game, outscoring Marlette 15-11 in that quarter. In the fourth quarter, back and forth, Marlette would score the first four points, or excuse me, the first three points of that quarter. It was 39-36, and then 39-37. Then Badek scored again. They actually exchanged baskets all the way down to the minute 11 mark when it was 45-43. X by two points. Marlette would score. Tied up with 53 seconds left. Maddox would hit one free throw to go up by one with 45 seconds left. Then with 26 seconds left, Marlette would make a, what, Colin Miller layup inside the lane. Am I reading that? Am I recalling that correctly? Yes. Yes. Colin Miller dives inside the lane and puts Marlette up by one point, 47 to 46 with 26 seconds left.
2: And mind you, that was after he missed a three and... Long rebound. And a... Saved it. Diving saved, saved going, it. Yes, out of bounds. Over his head. Oh, yep, and uh, yeah, and then uh, Sarton corralled it and then got Keep it right back to Colin Miller <laughs> dives inside <laughs> the dives lane. The layup is good. It, yes,
1: 10 seconds left. We had some free throws. None were made there. And then Aaron Soles on one last-ditch effort for the Bad Axe Hatchets can't get to follow. is was blocked inside the paint by Marlette, and that would be your final Forty-seven to forty-six, Marlette by one point, and now take on Flint Beecher in the regional championship. You think two weeks ago Marlette was thinking, "Hey, we're going to be in regional finals." No, two weeks ago they were
2: thinking <laughs> we got to wash uniforms and pack everything up. That's why we talk about this time of year and and you know, I mean, how things change and confidence builds with every win. I don't care who you beat, you know, you can say, "Wow, well, didn't beat anybody," and it's almost the way bad Axe looked at it well yep. you know brown city got beat and then kingston got beat millington you know, i mean it just was laid out there for him so yeah marlette's gonna win i think that's almost the way they looked at it because they came out tonight and they didn't have the energy bad X not and uh marlette did marlette defended them exactly probably oh, i shouldn't say exactly but they defended them really well for let them shoot threes mm-hmm. and we've been saying bad ax mm-hmm. doesn't shoot the three very well you know if you put a little pressure on them. And, if I mean, hey, if you've got soul shooting a three versus attacking the basket, that's a win for your
1: defense. Yes. And as a result, Marlette advances. Mind you, they lost five of their last seven games in the regular season. (laughs) And now they're into the regional championship.
2: It's unbelievable. I mean, it was the Richmond Spiders, you know, they won their conference tournament, kind of the same type of thing. You know, I mean, like I say it all the time, happens every day at every level. You just hope it doesn't happen to you.
1: Aaron Soles finishes with 20 points for the Bad Axe Hatchets, leading all scorers on the night. Nine points for DeCarlo Sagan, both seniors there. Jake McPhee with eight. He's back, and he's just a junior. Five points for Griffin Meinholt, four points for Keaton Brown. That would be your scoring for the Bad Axe Hatchets. They end up with 10 turnovers on the night, and they were a 5 of 8 from the free-throw line for 62%. They out-rebounded Marlette by three, 28 to 25. The Marlette Red Raiders also with 10 turnovers. They were led by Grant Roberson, who had a huge fourth quarter, nine points in the fourth alone. He had six entering that quarter, didn't score in the first point or first quarter, had a three in the second quarter, had three points in the third quarter off a free throw and a field goal, and then rolls in nine points in the final to really push Marlette back into this one. Colin Miller, a senior with 14 points, six points each for Ethan Marshall and Luke Skypeman and then four points for Travis Fuller, two points for Aaron Bauer, and then Tristan Creighton, oh for 1 for the free throw line, Quinton Sarton, over 2 from the free throw line to round out the scoring for the Marlette Red Raiders, winning by 1 point, 47 to 46. From the free throw line, Marlette was 8 of 17 for 47%. On the night, not exactly what you want, but they made them when they counted, and as a result, advanced by 1 point. What do you have for shooting?
2: Yeah, you pull off that upset, uh, you don't usually do it uh, shooting 42% from the freezer line, but they were the aggressors, so they got to the line more often. Uh, shooting, again, uh, Recipe, uh, Bad Axe, when they went inside, they were 48% for the game. They were 50% in the second half, uh, but, uh, again, from the arc, it just kind of killed them. They were 3 of 17 for, eight, for 18%. I thought Bad Axe settled for some threes in that fourth quarter, probably midway through where you know, they could have been more patient, got the ball, where they could you know beat somebody off the dribble, get it in Jake McPhee or something, but they shot some threes. They didn't make them. They didn't get the rebound. Gave uh, Marlette some opportunities at the other end. So, anyways, on the night uh, with the poor three-point shooting, um, Badex ended up at 38%. Marlette, on the other hand, they were 9 of 16 inside the arc for 56%. And, again, it goes back to um, Roberson. Boy, when they went inside there and then he started getting going – you know, he made, uh, you know, I think he had one time, he made three in a row down there. Yep. So, anyways, they shot 56% there. Now, again, for the upset, normally you got to make some threes. 0 for 7 in the second half from Marlette. So, didn't, uh, anyways, for the half, uh, they were 39%. For the game, they shot 50% inside the arc, uh, 24% uh, outside the arc, 4 of 17. Um, 40% for the game, that 8 of 17, you know, again, if you're not going to make a lot of shots, then you better defend. And boy, they did a nice job. Chris Storm had it, uh, had had a pretty good game plan. They executed it really well. Um, I, honestly, I thought that the player of the game. Well, he's not the player of the game, but the role player of the game. Um, it's Schmeitman. 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 Yes. I mean, I thought Luke Schmeitman in the first half. He poked the ball away from Soles, He poked the ball away from Kerwin. He poked the ball away from a number of guys, which put him back on their heels a little bit. It's like, well, we just can't attack him, so it made him back off a little bit. He played really hard. He handled the ball. He handled the pressure. He made some nice baskets when he was given the opportunity. He got the ball to guys in the right spots. Made that great save on that ball diving out of bounds. Uh, you know, and you know and that was the difference in the game. And again. Role players, you got to have them, and uh, I thought he did a great job.
1: We say goodbye for one last time for the Badax Agents playing their last game in a Badax uniform. Aaron Soles, Noah Kirvin, Cordell Preach, DeCarlo Sageman, and Connor Etzel, all seniors on this squad, and graduating in the spring as well. And Steve Bone, with that, all of our Heron County teams are out. The Marlette Red Raiders, we kind of hand our coverage off to St. Lake Broadcasting as they will continue the coverage on Wednesday against Beecher, more than likely. And Steve Bone, after 15 broadcasts, our year has come to an end.
2: It's disappointing. I mean, this is i mean, we had to wait all year for you to get a good call. I mean, it was a great call <laughs> finally. I mean, you guys, play-by-play guys, they, they live for that—that buzzer-beater stuff. And uh, you did a great job. And it, uh, again, a lot of fun. I uh, enjoy doing what we're doing. Um, it's always fun to latch onto a team that's having a success and staying with them. And kind of was—you uh, know—I wouldn't mind being here for. Marlette on uh, Wednesday night. Um, did get a chance to see Beecher play in that first game, which was good because it impressive. Did, it it kind of brings you back to reality a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> there's just uh, a little bit. There's, uh, there, 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 there's there, there, a there's, looming beast yes, on the horizon. Yes, there's some different levels of uh, basketball in our state, and um, we seen some of that in that first game. That's a that's a very good basketball team. Any any you know division. Division One, they would uh, they would play with everybody there. Let's put it this way: I don't think there's anybody in Division One or two that is saying, "Well, geez, I wish I had Beecher in our regional."
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a safe assumption. As it'll be Flint Beecher and Marlette uh, tipping off at seven o'clock on Wednesday in the regional championship.
2: Yeah, I mean for Marlette, uh, you know, you 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 win and you get the opportunity to play against uh, one of the best teams in the state. And uh, go out there and do everything you can and see what happens. And, you know, I know uh, my son points out the guys that are playing on Saturday. Yeah, we played against him. We played against him. So someday uh, (laughs) those guys will be
1: able to say the same thing. And Steve, you have successfully completed your second year on air with us, and uh, we'll see you back uh, right after the new year next year for next year's basketball season.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I signed a two-year deal or three-year deal, but uh, we'll sit down and negotiate something <laughs> in the off-season, and see what we can come up with for okay. next year. Okay, all right.
1: <laughs> I'm sure those negotiations will go really well. Well, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you alongside, and it's been absolutely great. Look forward to every broadcast with you and uh, definitely look into a bright future.
2: Well, thanks a lot, Clark. Uh, really appreciate you asking me to help you out it's uh, it's been a fun time you're a great guy to work with uh, you make it so easy you got all the stats here for us uh, you set all the stuff up um you know you showed me how to hang banners uh, <laughs> so we're, we're doing really well and i, I again I, I really enjoy it and um, look forward to next year
1: well tonight's broadcast was brought to you by thumb sailor the talk of the thumb Dia Services of Cass City for all your grain handling needs. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. Farmers Co-op Grain Company, Flannery Automall, Thumb Bank & Trust, Case Survey, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Burkhard Plumbing & Heating, Main Street Mercantile of Madax, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? So on behalf of, for one final time here this season, in-game analysis, Steve Bone back in the studio pushing all the buttons. That's Wolfman. My name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. Congratulations to the Marlette Red Raiders taking out the Bad Axe Hatchets, winning by one point, 47 to 46 to advance to the regional championship to take on the number one team in Division Three, the Flint Beecher Bucks. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. And on behalf of Steve Bone, my name is Clark Ramsey. We'll return to the airways this coming fall for football on the WLEW Sports Network with Dave Hanson, Clark Ramsey, the whole gang will be back on behalf of Steve Bone doing a great job this season. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the fall. Good night.
0: This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network powered by Valley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.